All right, welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to NL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time hearing my voice, seeing my face, and you're like, who's this lady on the internet or on the podcast or on the YouTube or however you are consuming this information, uh, I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show, and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting, LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together, Things, uh, making sure you have your articles of incorporation, getting EIN numbers and DUNCE numbers, making sure you have contacts contracts uh, for clients and partners, brand protection strategies so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination. I help you do all of these things if you are wondering why I'm qualified. Hello, Canna Cape Cod darling. Um, if you're wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I am a licensed attorney, have been one for 15 years and counting. I've started multiple businesses for myself and others, both online and offline. I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship, the law, education, hospitality, and administrative support. And most important, I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible. Not everybody has a desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas. And if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you're going to need to know. There's no way around it. So, um, oh, so if you find that, you know, you're in your startup phase and you're kind of lost in the weeds and you're like, I don't know where to go. Uh, I want to help guide you through, you know, the, the woods of entrepreneurship, go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today. All right. At linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm. You can also access many of my uh, video trainings and digital products like my eBooks. Uh, this month we are focusing on Dunn's numbers. Um, you know, does numbers, you need them to establish business credit, to get into big box stores, to, uh, uh, excuse me, get a business loan. You also need it, you know, if you want to be an app developer. So does numbers are very important. And if you don't know how to apply for one, go pick up, uh, my instructional, uh, video training. All right. As well at linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm, you can, uh, subscribe to the YouTube and the podcast uh, network channel so that if you ever miss a live show, you can catch up at your leisure. And last but not least at Linktree forward NPL consulting firm, you can get your show merch. We got mugs. We got t-shirts, t-shirts come in three colors. Hey, Zephyrina doll. All right. Um, so, you know, if you watch this show and you want to represent, you want to show people why you're, how, how you became such a business smarty pants, go grab your NPL legal dish merch. Okay. But that is enough of my spiel. Let's get to why we're here. We're here for the show. Um, here's how it works if you are new. So I pull stories from all over the place. Uh, blog sites, news, Google alerts, different, you know, uh, podcasts, anywhere I can find inspiration. I find stories that have lessons that we can learn as business. Yes, go, go order one girl. They're right up there. Um, I find stories that we, uh, that have lessons that we can learn as business owners um, and we talk about them, okay? So this is a time for you to get involved, ask your questions, give me your comments as long as they are respectful. I will be asking you to put, you know, some emojis in the box. Um, and, uh, you know, and I, I want to know your opinion. So, you know, stay alert. Um, if you're driving, keep driving. Don't worry about putting nothing in the box. Just keep your hands on the wheel, all right? Because we want you to arrive home safe. <laughs> um, yeah, but that is how... 
the show works. Um, before we get into our content, though, I want to remind you guys, today is our last show for the next two weeks. I'm going on vacation tomorrow, um, and I will be back next Tuesday night, which and I'll need Wednesday to recover. So this is our last show for the next two weeks, okay? So if you don't see me on the live, I haven't abandoned you. I'm just spending some time with my family, all right? Okay. So uh, that's enough about that. Yes, Efrina, vacation. Ooh, I'm going off the front in the sun, girl. <laughs> all right, but let's get to why we're here and start with our stories, okay? If you have heard of Popeye's chicken, if you have heard of Popeye's chicken, please give me a, some type of chicken emoji, either a drumstick or a, or a chicken, whatever it is. Give me some type of emoji that is related to chicken, okay? Um, if you don't know what Popeye's is, Popeye's is a very um, popular uh, chick, uh, fast food chicken chain. Uh, so if you guys know I grew up in Boston. We didn't really have Popeye's. Um, I think we had like one and for me it was like a treat to go there. And then when I moved to Maryland, there was a Popeye's on like every corner and I am not even remotely into Popeye's these days. Okay. So Zephyrina knows what Popeye's is. Cheryl knows what Popeye's is. All right. Now, if you know what Popeye's is, I know you guys remember that whole craziness. (laughs) Zephyrina, you're funny. That whole craziness with the Popeye's chicken sandwich, right? If you remember the Popeye's chicken sandwich craziness, give me a sandwich emoji, okay? Now, if you remember these Popeye's chicken sandwiches, I don't know if they put crack in them sandwiches or whatever it was. People were out here stabbing, shooting, killing, stomping people, standing in line for hours for a chicken sandwich, right? Um, And Popeye's didn't even really, you know, um, advertise it like that. I don't know how it got so popular, But people being crazy over this chicken sandwich really rose Popeye's stock. Because Popeye's wasn't, you know, really that popular prior to this. Thank you for the sandwich emoji, Zephyrina, right? Well, um, no matter what you think about the Popeye's chicken sandwich, um, all publicity is good publicity when it comes to Popeye's. Because they are, um, since the popularity of their chicken sandwich, they are planning an expansion into the United Kingdom um, as well as 30 other countries, mainly in China. Um, now, Popeye's has, up until this point, only been a stateside um, chain. But because, you know, the word got out, the name got out, that tr- Popeye's makes these good chicken sandwiches, they're capitalizing on this so they can go and spread their name in other places and get their food in other places. This is like this is how you capitalize on your brand, Right. Popeyes was not expecting all of this from the chicken sandwich, but they took it, flipped it, and reversed it. They're like, you know what? Yes, we this gave us so much publicity. We're gonna go worldwide with our chicken. So, um, I don't know if we have any international viewers, but if you're watching the replay and you are watching internationally, would you be interested in trying uh, a Popeyes chicken near you? Um, I barely eat Popeyes. I think I can count on one hand the number of times I've eaten Popeyes in the last year or so. 
Um, all right. But, uh, good luck to them. And this is how, you know, you capitalize on building your brand. When you, when you get, when you get to a point where people know your brand, that's, you know, that is a great opportunity for you to expand. And Popeye's took that opportunity and ran with it. Okay. All right. Um, next story we are talking about, this is a word to the wise. Um, no matter who you are, where you work, whatever it is, um, if you are violating United States intellectual property laws, particularly in commerce, you're going to get in trouble. Um, a U.S. State Department employee was recently convicted of selling, uh, knockoff items through the South Korean embassy. Um, the, the, the employee, he received 18 months of prison time. His wife received three years of supervised release probation. Um, and they, uh, both as a couple had to forfeit, uh, $229,000 and 309 cents. So they were basically, you know, they had knockoff items coming. Yeah. Ouch, Zephyrina. They had knockoff items coming, you know, into the United States through the, through the, um, the South Korean embassy. They were running e-commerce stores on there and selling fake products. And now this man has lost his job. He has to, um, he's spending time in prison. Um, and he and his wife had to come up with over $200,000 to pay back some of, you know, the money that they have made. So just a word of caution to you guys out here selling knockoff items. It's not a joke. Um, it is a crime and you can go to jail for it. All right. Okay. Um, and before we take a little break, uh, just, uh, um, one more story. If you have heard of Alibaba, if you have heard of Alibaba, please give me an A in the comments. Um, now Alibaba, they also run AliExpress. So if you've shopped from AliExpress, that counts too. If you've shopped from Alibaba or AliExpress, give me an A in the comments. Now Alibaba, AliExpress, these are places where you go to get, you know, cheap knockoff, you know, non-branded versions of the things that you like. <laughs> Thank you, Canada Cape Cod. Thank you, Cheryl. Hey, one true empress, right? Alibaba and AliExpress is where you go to get all things unbranded, cheap, whatever. And Alibaba is also where you find a lot of knockoff goods, right? So much so that there have been, thank you, one true empress, that there have been a lot of complaints about Alibaba not enforcing, uh, you know, intellectual property laws on their site. So Alibaba came out with a statistic today, and I want to know what you guys think about it. Hey, Trista what you guys think about it. Because to me, it smells kind of fishy to me. Alibaba says that they have a 96% success rate of proactive detention and removal of unauthorized goods. So what they're saying is they are able to get 96% of the knockoff items that are sold on their site before the things are ever sold. So I want to know from you guys, do you think that this is an accurate statistic from Alibaba.com, given any of your experiences with it? Do you think that Alibaba is really out here catching 96% of the knockoff items that are sold on their site? Let me know what y'all think. Because I have been on the Alibaba site, all right? 
when I don't want to pay full price for, for something, I know I can go to Alibaba and, fi- Alibaba and find it. Can of Cape Cod said, heck no. Um, so you think that the statistic is a lie? Does anybody think that Alibaba might be telling the truth? Anybody agree with Alibaba? I think that maybe they fudged the numbers. I don't know how they fudged it. I don't know how, how they're, you know, doing these statistics because while you, you can come up with statistics to mean anything, it's all in how you manipulate it. So I don't know how these statistics were calculated, but I'm calling false on this, on this. Uh, uh, Trista Bradford said a lie. One true emperor said they don't care. They want that money. Cheryl said, I don't think they can keep up with all they have on their site. Okay, so apparently none of you believe Alibaba. Y'all are like, they are lying. (laughs) And I agree with you. Alibaba, they sell literally everything. They have thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of merchants on their site. I really find it hard to believe that you're able to catch 96% of those who are selling knockoff items when most of the people on your site are selling knockoff items, right? Um... Trista said they wouldn't have anything on their site. Okay. Um, Trista said if it wasn't for knockoffs, they wouldn't have anything on their site. Does anybody else agree with Trista? Because I told y'all, Alibaba is where I go when I want to get the unbranded version of whatever I want, right? So what do you think? What do you think? Is Alibaba, are, 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 have they been, you know, have they been drinking a little too much wine? <laughs> What's going on over here? I want to see the statistics. How did how 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 did you calculate this ninety six percent? High open arms cleaning. But yeah, I don't believe you. You need. <laughs> Trista said, "I just ordered seven different fashion prints from them last night." Okay, Trista said, "Alibaba, no girl. I I, I was on there yesterday. I know what you got." Um. Okay. So thank you guys. Um, all right, so we're going to take a quick commercial break. Uh, if you have just tuned in, you're watching NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is, uh, if you, excuse me, if you are in the, the, the startup phase of your business or you've been in business for a while and you need some structure or you have a business idea and you don't know where to start. I'm the person that wants to help you. I'm a licensed attorney with a passion for helping entrepreneurs achieve their dreams. Go to linktree forward slash NPL consulting firm and book your free 15 minute consultation today. Okay. All right. Moving on, um, to our other stories. So yesterday we talked about the little Nas X story. If you remember, um, if you have heard about the little Nas X story, Give me the blood drop emoji. If you have heard about the Little Nas X story, give me the blood drop emoji. And for those of you who have not, Little Nas X, he was the musician who came out with the song Old Town Road. He recently came out with um, a shoe that is being called the Satan Shoe. It is an Air Max 97, a Nike Air Max 97, uh, where they have injected 60 cc's of red dye into the soul, as well as one drop of blood from one of the members of the company that Lil Nas X collaborated with, right? Um, but yeah, uh, but this Satan shoe, uh, I'm pretty sure if, if you've heard about it, you know, um, you heard about it. Yes. It's been causing a lot of controversy. Parents are like, you know, I'm never, I'm never letting my kids listen to Lil Nas X. 
you know, uh, Lil Nas X uh, and the company that he collaborated with, Mischief, they are actually being sued for trademark infringement by Nike. Nike is letting it known that we do not condone these Satan shoes. This is not our product. Um, and we have, we have a little update today on it. So, like I said, Little Nas X, he collaborated with this company called Mischief to make this, uh, <laughs> one true emperor said Lil Nas headache. Um, he collaborated with this company called Mischief to make this shoe, right? So, and, and, and they had this lawsuit against them. So, instead of, I guess, you know, uh, cringing under the table, Mischief is taking their L and trying to make it a W. They have been, they have taken the first page of the complaint from the trademark infringement suit that Nike has filed. They've put it on a t-shirt and they are selling it for $66.60 and they're calling it the legal fees t-shirt. One true emperor said, I thought Nike was in on it at first. And that's exactly why Nike is filing this trademark infringement suit. They want it to be known to the general public that they are not condoning this. They are not associated with this shoe in any single, in any, in any type of way. Okay. But, uh, mischief, they said, you know, whatever Nike, you can sue us if you want. Um, but I'm gonna get some money off this complaint. And they put the cover of the complaint on a t-shirt and they're selling it for $66. Um, so I guess it's, you know, to raise money. (laughs) For this fight they're going to have against Nike. But I thought that that was kind of funny. Even though, you know, everybody's up in arms about this. I think that uh, Mischief making this t-shirt is actually kind of really funny. Um, But let me know. What do you think about this t-shirt that Mischief is making? Do you think it's funny? Do you think it's rude? Do you think they're not taking this lawsuit seriously? One True Empress said the saga continues. What do you think? Well, the saga doesn't continue because the, the filing, it's, it's a public document. So they can put it, you know, on the shirt. It's not like they're going to be worried about intellectual property. It's a public document at this point. Um, but yeah, what do you think about this t-shirt? Anybody interested in the legal fees t-shirt for $66 and 60 cents? Um, yeah, but, uh, good luck to Lil Nas X and, you know, that, uh, mischief crew. Okay, uh, yes, uh, one true emperor said, I like the t-shirt move, I hate the shoe, okay, all right, yeah, I think that the t- the t-shirt is a little less offensive than the shoe, <laughs> right, okay, uh, shoe Dutch, okay, moving on to our next story. If you know who Lizzo is, if you like Lizzo, give me an L in the comments. Lizzo, give me an L for Lizzo in the comments. If you don't know who Lizzo is, she is a pop music star. Uh, Some of her big hits include uh, Truth Hurts, um, Juice, uh, Good as Hell. Yeah, those, those are the three that I know. Thank you, Cheryl. Thank you, Zephyrina. Thank you, One True Empress. Yes. So Lizzo, you know, she's out here doing her thing, being fabulous, all this stuff, right? Um, if you know Lizzo's song, Coconut Oil, please give me a coconut emoji. 
If you have heard Lizzo's song, Coconut Oil, please give me a coconut emoji. Okay? Um, now, if you listen to Lizzo's coconut song, there is um, a recording of a performance that was played at a funeral, both at the beginning and the end of the song. Um, this was a recording that was taken uh, at somewhere in Michigan, by, uh, and it was a performance that was performed by a gentleman by the name of Orlando Dunning. Um, and Lizzo is being sued for $750,000 for putting this recording on the beginning and end of Coconut. Orlando Dunning said, I did this performance for a funeral. It was meant to be private. Um, you know, I was, I never gave permission for anyone to, you know, play this outside. And I certainly did not mean for this to end up on Lizzo's album. Um, or this song, it doesn't, you know, go with my beliefs. I'm not, you know, I'm not really into it. So Orlando Dunning is suing Lizzo for $750,000 for using his performance at a funeral without permission on her album. What, so what do you think about that? If someone performs at a funeral, right? Do you, does that count as, you know, fair use? Does that count as public domain if someone's performing at a funeral or is that a private event? What do you think about that? Do you think that a musical performance at a funeral can be considered a public event or is it a private event? What do you think? Hi, floss up for what do y'all think? Um, one true empress said that she doesn't think that it's public. Okay. Does anybody think a funeral is a public event if you perform there? Now we all know that most funerals, um, I don't think you necessarily get an invitation, but they'll usually put an announcement out, um, letting people know where it is. I don't think there's usually a guest list for a funeral, but you know, would a performance at a funeral be considered, you know, fair use? Would it be considered public? Um, Zephyrine said she thinks it's private. Okay. So we've got two people for funeral performances are private. Floss up four. Do you have an opinion? Do you think that if someone performs at a funeral, is that a public performance or a private performance in your opinion? Let me know what you think. Cheryl said it's a private performance. All right, so we've got three people saying it's private. I'm waiting for one more. Um, so yes, and while we get that in, so Mr. Dunning, he's suing Lizzo for using his performance without his permission. He said he didn't want, he did not want this on a, an album. It was for his friend who had passed away. So uh, how many of you guys think that Lizzo should have to pay up? Um, a floss of four said a funeral is for everyone. Okay. So we've got one dissenter. All right, cool. Um, so how many of you guys think that Lizzo should have to pay Mr. Dunning? And how many of you think that Mr. Dunning is doing a little too much asking for $750,000? What do you think? It should Lizzo have to pay. Okay. One true emperor said pay up. Okay. 
Uh, she wants Mr. Dunning to have a payday. Uh, does anybody think that Mr. Dunning is doing a little too much? Anybody think he's doing too much? Going once. Going twice. Floss up four said that, uh, said, said that Mr. Dunning is doing too much. Floss up. Are you the type of person to just show up to, to, oh, we don't curse on here, sir. My mother watches this show. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cheryl Whiteside said, if it's his song, then she must pay. Now, I don't know if he create if he created the song. The fact is that he performed, right? Um, Okay. Yeah, so, um, okay, so, so most of you think that Lizzo should pay, floss up for said, nah, nah, look, funeral is for everybody, you be rolling up to the repast and everything, floss up for, <laughs> all right, okay, so good luck to Lizzo, okay, um, moving on to our next story. Now, I believe that most of my viewers, most of you are adults. Uh, <laughs> Flossa for you are hilarious. I believe that most of you are adults and you may have children, right? And your children, you know, will probably play sports. Or even, you know, if you played sports as a kid, <clears throat> you know, you, uh, kids, they're really, they're really into sports when they're into them, right? And, um... They, uh, there was a, there was a school called, what's it called? Eagle Mountain Saginaw Independent School, right? And they have, you know, their sports teams. It's a, it's a middle school and high school and their team is really into sports. They're very involved with it. So much so that a lot of the kids on this team, they read this book about competition and sports and sports psychology, and they tweeted passages from the book on, you know, the, the school Twitter and on their own personal Twitter, um, you know, accounts, right? So the author of the book, a gentleman by the name of Keith Bell, who was a sports psychologist and wrote the book that these students were tweeting from, he tried to sue the school for copyright infringement because he said that the students did not have permission to tweet passages from his book. And he was trying to sue the school for tens of thousands of dollars because students were tweeting quotes from his book on their Twitter accounts and on the school's Twitter account. What do you think happened? What do you guys think happened to this author, Mr. Bell, Keith Bell, who was trying to sue children for tweeting quotes from his book on Twitter? Do you think that, uh, like, do you think he has a credible case here for copyright infringement or is he being crazy? Because the school principal said he was just trying to extort them. Um, One True Empress said, no bueno, he should be thankful. Okay, I agree with you, One True Empress. If somebody is quoting my book anywhere, especially children, thank you. That is free publicity. Um, <clears throat> Zephyrina said, were they putting his name or were they giving him credit? Um, these are students, so... 
I'm going to say probably no, they're probably not well-versed in how to properly credit people. But again, it's, you know, they're posting it on a Twitter account. It's not like they're, you know, it's part of their marketing strategy or, you know, they're putting it up in a museum. It's like, have you ever read, have you ever seen a meme or a quote or, you know, um, from somewhere you see it online or you see somewhere and you, and you put it as your status update on your Facebook page or your Twitter or your Instagram. That's exactly what's happening here. Can you imagine putting a quote or, you know, some type of meme up on your social media and somebody tries to sue you for it because you didn't get their permission? Cheryl Whiteside said he needs to calm down. Okay. All right. So we've got two people who saying he's doing too much. Zephyrina, um, wants, wants a little bit more information. Cheryl said, I would be delighted someone is sharing my work. Okay. So, uh, but yeah, you, um, you guys had the right idea. The, uh, court where this was brought up, they dismissed this case, uh, against the school and they were like, sir, go find something to do. (laughs) Zephyrina said, I think he's doing too much. I think he's doing too much too. Look, to, I, I have no doubt that this man is probably an expert in his field, but to go after children, who we already have a hard time getting to read books in the first place, and they are quoting your book on social media, be grateful. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're we are, we are um, doing one more story before we shut down for the night. Uh, I want to remind you guys that you're watching NPL Legal Dish, my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where we teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. Um, quick reminder, this is our last show for the next week and for the next, uh, week and a half. I'm going on vacation tomorrow. Hi mom and dad. Hi Joey. Um, I'm meeting my parents and sister at an undisclosed location. And, um, I'm going to be away for a week. So this is our last episode, uh, until I come back. Our, our next episode will be eight, nine, 10, 11, March 12th, uh, April 12th or 13th, whatever that Monday is, um, will be our next show. Okay. But, uh, you can still book your, you know, discovery calls and things like that. Um, and you know, they'll, they'll be handled when I come back. All right, moving on to our last story of the evening. Uh, One True Empress said, vacation, be safe, have a drink for me, eat well and rest. Girl, you ain't even got to tell me twice. When I tell you I'm about to be the laziest beach whale on the the beach, okay? (laughs) Okay. Um, All right, moving on to our last story of the evening. There is a fight between, or there was a fight, between the country, France, and a a gentleman who was a a French expatriate, meaning he he was born and raised in France, but he left, and he now lives in the United States. Um, Here's the problem. So, in 1994, this man, Jean-Noël Friedman, he was in the United States, He secured the trademark in the United States and the European Union for the, for the website France.com, right? 
Um, and, uh, he got the trademark for French travel services. So he had, you know, a boutique travel agency that specialized, you know, in taking people to France. Um, <clears throat> here's the pro, um, here's the other problem. A Dutch company tried to, uh, launch their own France.com, um, not France.com, but, uh, basically a French, uh, travel agency, and he tried to sue the Dutch company, but, um, b- because of his trademarks, France.com, this Dutch company wanted their own France.com, um, in, uh, Netherlands, right? But France said, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, Gene, right? Um, you can't sue this Dutch company because the, the, all, the rights to the geographic name of France, those belong to us. You can't have it. So the country of France and this French expatriate went to court over his registered trademarks for France.com and his website. What do you think the result was between the country of France and this French expatriate who had the trademark for his website, France.com, for French travel services? Do you think the United States court said France, go on somewhere? Or did they say, uh, France, this is yours? What do you think the United States court said to the country of France when the country of France came and said, Hey, this guy has France.com and that should be ours because we are the country of France. What do you think the court told France? What do you think the court told France? Oh, oh. don't mind me. I'm being silly. You know, I got my flight tomorrow. I'm excited. What do you think the court told France? Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Don't worry, podcast land. I won't keep you waiting too long. Um, okay. Uh, re, re Danny uh, thinks that the, uh, the court told France to go ahead on. No, actually the, the, the U S court agreed with France. Cheryl, you got it. They did give it to France. They said, look, France.com. This is, you know, Claim to a geographic region can only be claimed by the government. Um, this gentleman, Jean-Noël, by trying to claim France.com, you're basically saying, you know, that you represent France in the internet space. And that's just not true. So uh, France, France, the country, wins the rights to France.com. One true empress said... <coughs> They approved the application, so they probably sided with filed. They did not want true empress. The one thing, you know, you're allowed to change your mind. And, and uh, you know, he got this trademark way back in 1994. And now in 2020, 2021, the court is like, no, girl, you can't have it no more. Okay, hello, Justin Wayne. But, yeah, but those were the stories that I wanted to share with you guys. Um, thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. One true empress said, unbelievable. <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging out with me tonight. Thank you so much for all of your support, for, you know, being an awesome audience. Uh, I am going to be going on vacation starting tomorrow. Uh, You know, I'll put little pictures here and there, but there will not be a show until after I get back, so probably April 12th, 13th. Um, I want you guys to take care of yourselves. Uh, I can't wait to see my family. 
I got, you know, I got my first COVID test yesterday, so, you know, I'm almost there. Um, it's going to be a good time. Uh, and, you know, I'm going to come back rejuvenated and can't wait to, you know, connect with you guys again. Cheryl said, have fun. Enjoy your time with your family. Thank you. I will. Uh, Zephyrine said, you're welcome. Enjoy yourself and you'll be missed. You know, I'll be there. Y'all see some pictures, you know, of my feet in the sand or the ocean or something. Hi, fanatic one. But yes, um, but while I'm away, you've got tons of videos and podcast episodes to watch. We have to be at like 400 videos on the YouTube channel already. So make sure you're subscribed to that so you can catch up on any you've missed or the podcast if you can't watch. Um... Make sure you've downloaded the Biz Launch Cheat Sheet so that you are on my email list. Um, what else did I want to tell you guys? Yes, you can book your, your sessions. I've blocked off my vacation time, but if you want to book it for after that, the calendar is definitely open for that. Um, Just Wayne said, I'll be contacting you to become a client when you're back. Okay, well, you can still book your, your, your uh, discovery your, your initial assessment now, um, because it's blocked off, it'll just give you the available dates and then we'll have it set there. Okay. But yeah, um, take care of yourselves. Be good while I'm gone. Okay. All right. I'm be checking in on (laughs) y'all, but yes, um, have a great time and bye. Next time you see me, I'll be on the beach. (laughs) Bye.